HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program has been brought to you by Fairway Market, like no other market, a New York City institution that sells the best local, national, and international artisan foods for prices that can't be beat. For more information, visit fairwaymarket.com. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. Hey, hey, you're listening to Let's Eat In, and we're on Heritage Radio Network. Oh! Whoa. This is your host, Kathy Arway. This is a reverse pizza we're hanging out in on this nice holiday week. It is um, a kind of chilly Monday, not that chilly as usual. But uh, speaking of chilies, um, I have on a guest who is one of my favorite food people in the city, and he has a great new product. It's Kareem O from Mama O's Kimchi. What's up? See, get it? Chili? Kimchi? I don't know. I I appreciate the segue. I thought that was quite witty. Um, Just off, just kind of randomly, what does kimchi mean? Does it mean pickle? Um, Does it mean cabbage? Does it mean something just totally unique? Yeah, well, kimchi means in Korea, it it means like pickled vegetable, but it's a... uh, kind of more of a, a specific type of pickling mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. uh yeah in general it means pickled or kimchi is pickled vegetables right and we all love it it is kind of blowing up as a trendy food i yeah. see chefs using it all the time now absolutely uh and then and then there's lots of things that are called kimchi that yeah, aren't that's necessarily, true. Yeah, you know? i think one of the things that really distinguishes kimchi is that briny funky taste you get which means it is actually uh, fermented, and you got those probiotic, mm-hmm. ba- beneficial bacteria. Oh, absolutely! I mean, that's that's one of the great things about uh, me pushing kimchi is that it's not like it's a bad thing. So yeah. it's like it's like regular stores, health food stores. It's good for you. It's like, right, yeah, it's and it's ancient too. In fact, last week on uh, my guest uh, Hiroko uh, Shimbo mentioned something. Just I don't I forget what we were talking about, but she's like, you know, before chilies came to Japan and then Korea, mm-hmm. the kimchi was just a pickled, um, you know, fermented white napa cabbage without the chili. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, there. It was fermented in, with beef broth, and uh, 
Yeah, I, I, know. I was like, really? <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, it's that's why it's it's so uh, interesting that kimchi is really known for the all the spice, right? The red and the red peppers, but that was a, a new world. Um, the chili peppers are a new new world uh, mm-hmm. vegetable ingredient, and uh, that only came over in like the 14th century. So yeah. once Columbus came back with the chili peppers, and then it. It made its way to Japan first and then into Korea. Mm. And now uh, uh, Korean kimchi is known for having American peppers. So, uh, <laughs> you know, kimchi, is, uh, it's, it's an American food. It's fascinating, really. And the thing I like about your kimchi, aside from the fact that you make it in such a natural, traditional, time-honored way, um, using just very simple uh, ingredients, which include... Uh, you know, ginger, lots mm-hmm. of ginger, um, garlic. Um, but you have two different levels. You can get the super spicy or you can get the sort of pretty spicy. Yeah, well, the the thing is, is it's uh, the Korean chili pepper only reaches a certain level of heat. So mm. uh, and then there, there are people out there that don't don't like their food unless they're they're crying. So yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I decided to come out with the, the super spicy uh, version. And um, if you're if you're going to go spicy, you got to you got to go with the ghost pepper. Yeah. 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 Now, which uh, which kimchi eater are you? Super? Um, yeah, I'm. I, I like, yeah, I like the spice. Yeah. I, I definitely do. I, I like a little burn to it. But also, the thing is, when I when I made the super spicy version, uh, originally I was going to make it kind of an answer to anyone that is like, "Oh, it's not that spicy." Oh, you want spicy? <laughs> okay. Uh, but but as you know, I I do kimchi palooza and uh-huh. the, the kimchi eating contest, and uh, I just didn't want anybody like dying or suing me so that's why this is a really fun event by the way every now two years in a row Mm -hmm. um at uh governor's island yes super fun like and then last year the 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 kimchi eating contest was crazy right like yeah how many kimchi jars did they eat total the uh, winner the winner ate almost three in three minutes okay that's yeah, it's, that's insane. It's disgusting, and uh, <laughs> uh, I remember him, uh, I asked him how do you feel Kimchi, afterwards. Kareem is like <laughs> laughing in the <laughs> into the mic. Um, that's awesome. So uh, okay, so you have a couple. Like you started out making mm-hmm. your awesome kimchi in jars that can be found um, at Brooklyn Kitchen, Whole Foods, places around town. But now you came out with this kimchi paste, and the reason for that is so that people can make it themselves. And I love that concept because yeah. I, li- I like making things. Uh, absolutely. And the thing is, um, what's what's great about it is that you can it, – it's just open to experimentation. And uh, uh, one of the reasons I, I started making this is because a lot of people will come up to me and they're like, Oh, I tried making kimchi, but it I failed. Yeah, it it didn't really turn out that good and I'm like uh I I understand. Mm-hmm. And, and instead of having to source all these different ingredients, maybe mm-hmm. grate a lot of garlic or something, you got it all in this paste which is super intense and I've used it as a marinade for meats mm-hmm. too and I've put it in soups and I I've done so many things with this kimchi paste. It's everything besides the cabbage. Yep. And some salt, I think, right? 
Yeah, well, you need to, if you're just going to use the paste to make kimchi at home, it's, uh, you're going to need the fresh vegetables like the Napa cabbage, but it doesn't even have to be Napa. You can use regular green cabbage. Um, yeah. You can use... Uh, daikon. Da- daikon, absolutely. Carrots, cucumbers. Yep, yep. Oh, I love your cucumber kimchi. Is uh, that coming back anytime? It's I back. Love that. Oh, it's, it's back. back? It's okay. back. Oh, so good. <laughs> I was like putting that in sandwiches every day for a good month there. Nice. Oh, wow. That's so yummy. Um, so also, okay, this holiday season, you have a new product, and I'm holding it. I'm so excited. I'm going to give it to my brother. Oh, shh, don't tell him. Um, it is <laughs> Mama O's Premium Homemade Kimchi Kit. It's a beautiful box with a beautiful glass jar, reusable, and instructions, and a dropper, I think, and... Uh, some sea salt. Some sea salt, nice. So it's everything you need besides the fresh veggie. Exactly, and the the great thing about this is that it 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 works. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot fail. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's perfect. It makes kimchi perfect. Every time, and this is the uh, actually the exact same paste that I use to make all the kimchi's that mm-hmm. that I that I make and, and sell to to the stores. Oh, great! Um, so it's great. Um, uh, so the other half of the reason wh- where I came up with the idea for this uh, the paste was I needed to um, I needed a way to make large amounts of kimchi mm-hmm. efficiently and consistently, and so I decided to come out with the paste. Uh, I I developed this paste. And um, it, it's it's great. It's just a, a real big time saver because now that you have this paste, instead of uh, part of the problem with making kimchi is that there's just a lot of grunt work and grind. You know, you got to grind stuff, juice it, mix it. And find it. Yeah, find it too. And so um, that's why it, it what. It, it, it makes more sense to make a lot of kimchi at one time yeah. versus just a little bit. But uh, these these jars are great because one, one of these jars is good for um, a large like head of cabbage. So yeah, this is super condensed stuff. Yeah, and there's no there's no waste. It's you 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 just get a head of cabbage, mix it with the jar, some green onions and cilantro, and then bada boom, bada bing. Yeah, you got kimchi in three days. And I like how the jar for the kimchi making kit is a nice sizable jar it's not a wimpy jar yeah you can ab- make a lot absolutely um one of these kits is good for uh at least a half gallon of kimchi wow and then the fun starts because i know you're a fan of cooking things with kimchi like mm-hmm. your kimchi and potato soup or pork soup mm-hmm. with potatoes right mm-hmm. you once made oh it is so good and it has that tang it has a spice and then the cabbage is soft and it's like warm which you don't I mean, if you're used to eating kimchi cold on a hot dog or whatever it is on, um, that's just a revelation. It's delicious and it's perfect for winter. Yeah. Well, what's great with kimchi is like when you when you cook with it, it really uh, intensifies the flavor, mm. and uh, it's great. So also, I uh, in September I moved. I'm back in Brooklyn. Mama O's is back in Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah I'm in the. You were you were working out of Jersey for a little while there. Brooklyn, Manhattan, yeah, Jersey, everywhere. Queens. <laughs> like, it was the it was like the traveling kimchi show. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I'm back in Brooklyn, and I'm actually in the uh, the Pfizer building. Have you heard of the oh, Pfizer yeah. building? Yeah. So you joined 
yeah. the team. Yeah. Me, team Brooklyn Food Artisans. Exactly. <laughs> me, McClure's, Brooklyn Kombucha, Brooklyn Soda Works, uh, People's Pops. There, there are wow. a bunch of, bunch of like really great companies in there. And, uh, um, is it fun? Oh yeah, it's it's awesome. And then l- let me tell you what's what's for me is the best thing about it is there's not only one, but there's two uh, places that make brisket in there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, 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 brisket. It's like brisket is so great. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? Brisket love or is it? Uh, no? no, no, it's a uh, uh, Delaney Barbecue. Okay, and yeah. um, who they just opened up a restaurant and uh, also. I believe they're called Mayhem and Stout. They're doing stuff oh. at the the holiday markets. All right, but it's great because what I do now is I just I make my kimchi fried rice with brisket, and it's like it's just so oh, easy. Oh wow, yum! Yeah. Do you do you guys like take turns on who's making Pfizer Building family lunch every day? Or well, I, I'm <laughs> I'm kind of starting that. I'm I'm, yeah, get, I'm nice. getting that in because it's like when you know whether you cook for like one two people or or five people, it's kind of mm-hmm. the same thing. Wow. So, so uh, uh, you know, I'll check in on on my my Pfizer friends and and see. Hey, you know, anybody hungry? Wow, that's great. Is there like a barter system? Do you guys just like trade? And I don't know. How does this work? Absolutely, it sounds I'm, fun. Yeah, I'm all about the barter system mm-hmm. because it's like, hey, you got some brisket? I got some kimchi. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got some cookies? I got some kimchi. I love it. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. And I, I can see like there being, I think there was a holiday party there I missed or some, somebody threw a holiday party in their warehouse, but, um, I can see there being like, uh, some sort of joint fair or celebration there, maybe in the summer. I know they did an event in the parking lot last summer, but who knows? I can, you know, there's a lot of opportunity there for some fun to be had and great food. Uh, yeah, totally. It's it's what what's really cool is like right now it's at about like twenty five percent occupancy. Mm-hmm. So mm. there's tons of space. There's also artists that are in there, designers, scientists, like straight up scientists. <laughs> they they make stuff, <laughs> important <laughs> and, stuff. Yeah, stuff like huh. Um, and uh, it's it's really great. It's um, you know there's there's a community there, and everyone's uh, kind of it. W- well, what what's what's kind of cool is that every not not too many people are just starting that mm-hmm. are moving in there. People that have have been doing it for a little bit, and then they they need more space. They need a, a more permanent need situation. To upgrade, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. And so so it's great because you find yourself in, in this. Uh, you know, in kind of similar situations as the other, varsity other <laughs> well, <laughs> team <laughs> varsity Brooklyn food artisans. And speaking of which, how long has Mama O's been around now? Wow, Mama O's has been around almost five years. Now. Oh, congratulations! It's so crazy. exciting. Happy holidays on that too. Um, we're gonna cut to a quick little musical interlude, and we'll be right back chatting about more fun, spicy, awesome stuff. You're listening to Happy by Drome LOL on HeritageRadioNetwork.org.
Hi, I'm Steve Jenkins from Fairway Markets. We support Heritage Radio Network because all you folks listening are so genuine, so dedicated to serious food, so much a part of what this country needs to strive to become. People like you are few and far between. It's obvious to us at Fairway that we've got to stick together. Our desire is that the word gets out about Heritage Radio Network in its support for serious food, foodstuffs that offer memorability and, and timelessness authenticity and and rarefied quality. This country grew too fast to have established any degree of a heritage. Europe had centuries to develop one. America has not. Heritage Radio Network serves to hasten the evolution of a society that often appears coarse and uninterested. For more information, please visit fairwaymarket.com. All right, we're back chatting with Kadeem O, founder of Mama O's Kimchi. Maybe his mom, Mama O, is actually the founder of the recipe. Right, right. But then you're the founder of the company that makes the amazing kimchi. Yeah, she, you know, she just gets, she gets all the accolades. I I do all the work. (laughs) Her face is on the jar. (laughs) There you you go. She's the the chef boyardee of fermented vegetables. (laughs) Um, So... Okay, we were talking a little bit. I mentioned that I was using Kadeem's kimchi paste to to marinate things with. Mm-hmm. And um, we're at Roberta's right now. And I think that kimchi, the finished kimchi, would go awesomely on top of a pizza. In fact, I think we need to talk about the chefs about that. Cause, uh, yeah. yeah, that would be awesome. Um, but what else can you do with your finished kimchi uh, when you're done making it or when you buy it in jar? Right, well... Th- that's another question that I get asked a lot. And the the quick and easy one is hamburgers, hot dogs, mm-hmm. anywhere where you'd normally put a pickle. But um, I think what is probably the best underused uh, way of using kimchi is grilled kimchi sandwiches. Ooh. Yeah, because you... you yeah, it's it's a regular grilled cheese sandwich, but you put a layer of kimchi mm-hmm. on, on top. Put the put the second slice of bread, grill it up on both sides, uh, and it's it's kimchi sandwich. Yeah, it's so mm-hmm. good. Um, yeah, I was actually I just did a a little demo at, at Murray's Cheese last week, and okay. I had one of the grilled cheese sandwiches. And I was like, oh, man, this needs some kimchi in there. Yeah, that. it's missing something. Uh, I got to talk to them, too, because they used to do a, a, a they used to do the grilled kimchi sandwiches there. So mm. I got to, you know, get them to bring it back. Yeah. Mm. But, uh, but, besides, so, but besides that, you can also uh, dice up kimchi, throw it in a salad, which is, is a great way oh. to, um, to add that. The, the Tang. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And while maintaining all the, the probiotic benefits, um, dice it up, put it in an omelet. Uh, but my, I like the omelets, yeah. Yeah, but my 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 favorite thing is really um, just uh, making some fried rice, throw yeah. some kimchi in there, and it just you you really don't need uh, too much more than after that. Kimchi fried rice. Yeah, I've seen this on menus that were not Korean before uh, lately. I've, yeah. I see this around here and there. I won't mention places, but kimchi rice bowls like that. Just wonderful, like kind of leftover food mm-hmm. um, fix. Yep, uh, is it seems to be very popular right now. It, I yeah, well, for good reason. Yeah, yeah, the the I think it's just the the awareness, people's awareness is is growing, mm-hmm. and um, it it tastes great. You know, the the cream rises to the top. What would you not put kimchi on? <laughs> uh, or in? 
Well, that's a tough one because kimchi does technically go with everything. <laughs> but um, I would definitely not. I don't think I'd want to drink wine with kimchi. <laughs> it's, it's like it's a beer. You know, kimchi's like a, you know, beer food. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh. Definitely, huh. definitely like kimchi and beer pairings, but I don't know. I don't know how well like kimchi and wine pairings would go. Yeah, that that doesn't sound good to me now that I think about it. Yeah. Hmm. Um, what kind of beer would go well with it? Um, well, it depends what type of kimchi you're eating. So, oh, okay. You know, if you're eating something really super spicy, you might want to go something really light, uh, and then it, uh, like make, a crisp uh, lager or something mm-hmm, like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, something to, to like wash, wash all the heat away. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, um, but then with the cucumber kimchi, I think you'd want, mm, I, I don't know, maybe I'm just a light beer drinker. Cause I'm like, yeah, light <laughs> yeah. beer, light beer for that too. <laughs> but light. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but with the baby bok choy, that, that one's actually a lot more complex. So, oh, yeah. uh, maybe, maybe for that one, you could do something like maybe like a really hoppy IPA or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, those ones are beautiful. I love how you keep the the baby bok choys intact. Yeah, they're they're like these little cute little mini cabbages there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I have to mention too, I um broke out one of your jars of kimchi. I, I occasionally teach these sushi roll classes. And um nice. yeah, a bunch of people uh, like so I put out a bunch of fresh veggies and other random things and a jar of the, I think it was the bok choy kimchi. Mm-hmm. And people were making sushi rolls with that. And it was just delightful. Yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, it, it's like uh, in Korea, there's the, it's called kimbap. And mm-hmm. uh, it's the, the sushi, basically the sushi rolls with, mm-hmm. with vegetables in there. And uh, a lot of the times you use the, the yellow daikon. Mm-hmm. And my question is, wait. How- no, they dye it. Yeah, how do you? Yeah. yeah, what what is it dyed with? I think it's a natto or something traditional. It, because when you pickle a daikon uh-huh. without any spice, right. it, it turns a really kind of gross yeah. gray color. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they dye it. Okay. Oh, and that that reminds me. Oh, I should have I should have brought them by. I totally forgot. Uh, <laughs> I was making some um, pickled uh, watermelon radishes. Oh, yeah. beautiful. Yeah. So super great. Oh, so. That's 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 a new thing too. So Mama O's is we're we're working towards um, coming out with an organic line. And oh, great! The the thing is, uh, what's what's difficult is sourcing the Napa cabbage organically, like year round. Mm-hmm. But um, every chance I get, um, if I can get some organic Napa, like this year, what I did was I, I partnered with a um, a rest um, uh, a farm in upstate New York, mm-hmm. and they. Like What's the name of the farm? Stick and Stone Farm in, in Ithaca. Okay. And uh, a friend of mine, uh, Monica Jalinas, plug. She <laughs> she she linked us up, and um, and so I was talking to I was talking to the farmer, and he's like, yeah, you know, I, I got about I got about a ton of uh, Napa cabbage, and uh, I was like, okay, cool. Well, let me get let me get half of that, and that was kind of crazy for me too. It's like ordering a half a ton of. Wow. (laughs) I thought you were kidding when you said a ton. Yeah, no, no. He's like, it's a ton. And I'm like, oh, cool. (laughs) And so, um, I just, uh, I just came, um, I just made my, my first batch for this year of organic Napa. And, uh, um, I'm, I'm actually talking with a couple places, uh, restaurants, uh, that, that I can't, I don't want to mention. Yeah. That's exciting. 
say yet. But uh, yeah, it's just great. I really... Our birders better get on this. <laughs> I'm just ex- uh, excited to like take take steps towards becoming organic. That is really cool. Yeah. yeah. And and it's funny too is I noticed there's a, the difference like uh, eating the organic uh, kimchi. Really? Because, well, yeah, definitely the uh, the the leaves are a little bit more uh, fibrous and a mm-hmm. little bit have a little bit more bite to it. Interesting. Uh, oh, that's great. But, you get um, the terroir, mm-hmm. the local terroir of there the Napa. Stick and stone, <laughs> and uh, also uh, I'm sure I'll, I'll put out some some small batches in at like. My favorite place is like Brooklyn Kitchen, Marlon mm-hmm. Daughters. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. So um, is that what you meant when you, you're saying you're making a watermelon radish? Is that some, some yeah. ingredient you're experimenting with? Because you can find those uh, organically and from local farms? Yeah. Well, um, he also had a bunch of uh, Chinese radishes, watermelon radishes. So I was like, all right, cool. Let me, let me get a little bit of this. Let me get a little bit of that. Because uh, uh, over at the Mama O's, premium kimchi laboratories we're all always kind of experimenting and seeing what's uh what what we can do yeah just playing around hey if you're an organic farm and you got a lot of napa reach out to kadeem we got a place for it holla orders at kimchi rules.com I've, I've actually heard some farmers say to me what do i do with daikon radishes because i have too many oh yeah yeah. I actually just came from the Union Square Green Market and I bought some daikon. Oh, there. nice. Um, it was uh, Phillips Farms. Nice. Um, but yeah, these these ingredients used to be kind of more rare, especially for small family farms, you know, doing organic. Um, but nowadays, you see them more and more. So I think it makes sense that, that you can, it's a great, you know, collision of trends that, that you can use them yeah, for it's, your kimchi. It's great. I mean, now... Everything is is definitely so much more accessible, um, easier to find than say, ten fifteen years ago, mm-hmm. and especially with the the internet and everything. So it's it's a it's a it's a good time to be doing things. Awesome. So uh, anything more in store for Mama O's and like uh, okay, we're good on that. Yeah, I mean. You know, stay. You know, definitely stay tuned for the next Kimchi Palooza. Come, you know, coming this okay. this summer. I'm yeah. gonna gonna come out with a new product then as well. That's that's kind of my goal is is each year to come up with a a new a new product um, that is a great example of kimchi because there's actually over like 200 different types of kimchis. Most people only know kind of like the Napa kimchi, the Napa cabbage, oh. or, or like the daikon, mm-hmm. the daikon kimchi, but. Uh, there's a there's a world of, of kimchi out there, and uh, yeah, I've got I've got a, a couple exciting projects coming up in the spring, uh, and um, I guess once 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 I finish this one project, I'm gonna have to come back and talk to you about it. Okay, good. It, it's, it's kind of, I'm I'm kind of super excited. Like when when I was coming up with the idea, actually, my friend gave me the idea. I can't, I can't even take credit <laughs> for it. When he gave me the idea. My mind was kind of blown. Right. So, super excited. Okay, I can't wait to hear about that. And for now, thank you for making these kimchi-making kits. I think it's an awesome idea. You just, you're just going full force ahead with, uh, you know, the last five years with new inventions. And um, Okay, so one last question, though. Mm-hmm. Perfect date meal? Perfect date meal. Didn't we already... Yeah, yeah. Okay. You have to answer it though oh, every okay. time. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, because 
It depends on what the <laughs> date is, right? But okay, yeah. perfect date meal. Perfect date meal. Sausage and peppers at the San Gennaro Festival. Oh, all right. Because if, I mean, for me, if a girl's going to get down with the sausage and peppers, she's a keeper. You're all for it. Yeah. I like that. And, and it's no, uh, no kimchi? Afterwards. Yeah, yeah, afterwards. Yeah, after, maybe afterwards, if, maybe yeah. if she <laughs> <laughs> if she makes the if cut. She's worthy, if she's worthy, <laughs> yeah. Okay. You can have some kimchi with that. <laughs> well, Kadeem, thank you so much. It's been so much fun having you on here again and happy holidays. Thank you. Congrats. Thanks, we'll see you next week on Let's Eat In. Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore Radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at Network.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening. <laughs>